0: Hello friends, this is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable. Once again, it's time for Let's Talk About Jesus. We're so glad that you have joined us today. and We pray this broadcast will be a blessing to you. You know, we're living in the last of the last days. I used to preach and teach and say this many, many times down through the years, uh, that we're living in the last days. But I believe that the coming of the Lord is closer than it's ever been before. And I'm using the term prophetically, the last of the last days. There is scripture that says when certain events occur, it's even at the doors. If it's at the doors, it's not just the last days. It's the last of the last days. Praise God. It's not someone who is coming soon. It's someone who is at the door. I believe that we are that close to the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, having said that, that's why this message is so important today. We should not be drifting away from God, getting caught up in the current that is away from God, not only in the world, but in many areas of the church and the Christian community. We should be drawing closer to the Lord. This that's why this this particular teaching is so important, because it's about adding to our initial faith that that will bring us into a relationship with God that allows him to keep us from falling. And you know the scripture said now unto him who is able to keep us from falling falling. That meant falling away. That meant going backward instead of forward, backsliding, literally, going back and picking up. The sins that we were once delivered from, forgiven of, and going back and beginning to compromise and pick up those sins again. This is why this message is so important today. So if you have your Bibles, turn with me to Second Peter chapter 1, beginning with verse 5. It says, And besides this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue and to virtue, knowledge, and to knowledge, temperance, and to temperance, patience, and to patience, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, charity, or divine love. Add to your faith. Progressively adding to our initial saving faith. And if you want to uh, distinguish that, read... Verse 1 of Second Peter chapter 1. Uh, this is not faith to receive a miracle. This is not adding to the faith uh, to believe God for an answer to prayer. It's not faith for deliverance. It's faith. It's building on the initial faith that we exercised when we came to Christ as our Savior. Listen to verse 1 to establish this. Simon Peter, a servant of and an apostle of our Lord Jesus Christ to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. We do not camp out, therefore, on that initial foundational fundamental faith was exercised at salvation. We are saved by grace through faith. That's the faith that we are to add to. To here in the Word of God. And we talked about several of these things, uh, and we've been moving forward. Today, we're going to talk about adding to our faith godliness, godliness. First Timothy chapter 4 and verse 7 says, Exercise thyself unto godliness. To the Greek, godly meant the fulfillment of obligations. And resultant acceptability with God. I like that. And the resultant acceptability unto God. In the New Testament use, the godly person has restructured his life around Jesus and is living that life as God. A disciple. Praise God. You see this. This following of Jesus. His teachings. And his example. You know there's a prerequisite for being a disciple. And it's not just joining church. And being baptized in water. He said if any man would come after me. And be my disciple. He must deny himself. Take up his cross. And follow me. Deny himself. Take up his cross and follow me. In this day of self-indulgence, this seems to be a contradiction to what it means to be a Christian today. Today, there's a message out there that it's all about fulfilling every desire of my heart. Everything that I could possibly desire materially and physically and financially. That is not the message of the scripture Those things have never fulfilled anyone because God is the only one that can fill our life and give us fulfillment in life. That's why the scripture said we brought nothing into this world. We cannot take anything out of this world. But godliness with contentment is great gain. And I interpret it this way. It's the true riches is when we exercise godliness. We live pleasing to God. And God is pleased with us. And in that fellowship relationship with him, we find the greatest fulfillment of our life it is not taking a vow of poverty it's not denying all material things it is understanding that nothing in the physical material world can bring joy and peace and fulfillment like knowing that you are right with God and living a life that you know is pleasing unto him and nothing blesses God (laughs) like living a godly life godliness is living a life to the pleasing of god therefore rather than to please oneself or others we are obligated by love and not by law we come to a depth of grateful love where pleasing god pleases us i want to say that again we come to a place of grateful love you know, the scripture says we love him because he first loved us. And the scriptures teach that that if, if we love him we will we will keep his commandments and they won't be grievous unto us. We express love through obedience. Listen, grateful love where pleasing God pleases us, establishes us in godliness. Psalm four and verse three says it so well, but know that the Lord hath set apart him that is godly for himself. the Lord will hear when I call unto him hallelujah you know this is this is the the wonderful thing about this relationship, this is adding to our faith godliness is that God And the person who is established in godliness, God and the Christian, who is determined to live a life that is pleasing unto the Lord, will find such power in prayer. Amen. You know, the scripture says, "...delight thyself in the Lord in the Old Covenant." He will give you the desires of your heart. This is not a blank check to get everything your flesh and my flesh might desire. This is this is a promise from God that if we delight in Him, we're going to find ourselves delighting in His will. And if we delight in His will and pray accordingly, the New Testament says, And this is the confidence we have in Him. If we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hears us, and we'll know that he hears us if we ask according to his will. We know that we have the petition that we've desired of him. This no so faith is established in our life because we begin to add to our saving faith godliness godliness i want to read psalm 4 3 again but know that the lord hath set apart him that is godly for himself the lord will hear therefore when i call upon him hallelujah titus chapter 2 and verse 12 listen to this let's begin with the verse 11 and 12 it said for the grace of god that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, friend of mine. How, how should we be living? Let me read 13 since we started out with talking about drawing close to God because the coming of the Lord is so near. Verse 13 says, and this is a great incentive for godliness. It says, looking for that blessed hope, the glorious appearing of the great God And our Savior Jesus Christ. I'm going to continue to read on down. Who gave himself for us. That he might redeem us from all iniquity. And purify. Didn't Psalm 4.3. That the Lord has set apart. For himself. The godly person. And purify unto himself. A peculiar people. Zealous of good works. These things speak. And exhort and rebuke with all authority. <laughs> Let no man despise thee. Amen. We're we're to challenge one another to live close to God, to literally live godly in these last closing days, as First Timothy four seven says again. Exercise thyself unto godliness amen for godliness with contentment the scripture said is great gain now let me emphasize something else to you today all those that will live godly shall suffer persecution and before you see that as such a negative you should see it as an identification with jesus He said, "...if the world embraces you, you have no reason to glory. But if you are persecuted for righteousness' sake, marvel not if the world hate you, it hated me." before it ever began to hate you. And it's because of me, literally, he's saying that it hates you. And when you begin to live differently and your values do not match the culture and you're living counter culture because you are following Christ and not the culture, you will not fall away. You'll not be part of the great falling away. You'll be part of the great moving forward, (laughs) amen, the great getting closer to God, because we know the coming of the Lord is near, even at the doors, praise God, that's why I talk about the last of the last days, so much, I used to preach and did for decades, that we are living in the last days, but now, I want to be more clearer than that i'm not setting a date but i can say this prophetically biblically the coming of the lord has to be literally at the doors as the scriptures teach when certain things occur we know it is near even at the door if someone is coming to your home you start getting things ready You start getting everything arranged because you know someone is coming, someone is coming, someone is coming. But when you hear the knock on the door, when you hear the doorbell ring, you know they're not just coming soon, they are at the door. Jesus is coming soon, and I believe it is so soon that he is at the door. Now, that can be debated, and that can be, uh, there can be different views on that, but most prophecy teachers agree that Christ could come at any moment and not do any injustice to the Scripture at all. It is time to draw close to God, not get caught up. In the falling away that is beginning. That will will end up in what is called the great falling away. Uh, That day shall not come when the Antichrist uh, comes into full authority. That day will not come until there come a falling away first. Then he will be revealed. And Friend of mine, I want you to know that the devil would bring his man... On, 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 the, uh, on the international stage. I believe he would come now, the Antichrist. I believe he's alive. I believe that he is being prepared for the role he will play in the last of the last day scenario. I believe that. And friend of mine, it is time to draw closer to the Lord. A falling away is going to occur. And the coming of the Lord is going to snatch away those that are ready to meet Jesus Christ. And we should be living like we're looking for the soon appearing of Jesus. And that will establish us in godliness. Praise God. Because I want to read that definition again. In the New Testament use of the word godly, the godly person has restructured his life around Jesus and is living that life as a disciple. Remember, I've said it before, being a disciple is not just knowing what your master knows because we are listening to his teaching. It is becoming what your master is it's becoming righteous it's becoming godly it's becoming sanctified and set apart unto god amen you can hear it again i'm gonna i keep going back and forth because i don't want you to miss this psalm 4 3 but know that the lord hath set apart him that is godly for himself this is sanctification cleansed and set apart for a holy purpose that's what it means to be sanctified it's a word that isn't used as much as it should be or taught as as clearly and as forcefully as it should be taught in the new testament Christian community today more than ever we need to be sanctified amen we need to recognize that God has set us apart for himself we do not belong to the world we do not belong to the devil we don't belong to the culture (laughs) amen we don't even belong to ourselves because we are bought with a price and we are not our own. So we should do what? We should give ourselves away, amen, to this new life that we have in Christ. That's why the Bible said, I beseech you, brethren, in the new covenant, Paul's writings, he said, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God. This is how godliness is really established within us. I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God. This is how we should react to the mercy that brought Jesus into this world, the mercy that held him on that cross, the mercy that flowed from that cross so that we could be forgiven and saved. Our response should be to love him back with a full-blown dedication and consecration. I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body A living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto the Lord, which is your reasonable service. And be no more conformed to this world, literally pressed into its mold. But be you transformed by the renewing of your mind that you might prove what is that good and perfect and acceptable will of God. Oh, friend of mine, to prove it means to exemplify that, to live that exemplary life that says, I am in the world, but I am not of the world. I have a new master. See, it was the prayer of Jesus. I do not pray, Father, that you take them out of the world, It's not, but that you keep them from the evil one. It is possible to live in this Falling, fallen world in a faulty body we are taught uh, that in this present world we are to exercise righteousness, godliness in this present world hallelujah, that we might demonstrate that we have another master, <laughs> hallelujah and we have given ourselves away to him, I love the fact that God owns me I want to be a bond slave of Jesus. I'll never work out my debt, but I will work as long as I have strength to serve Jesus Christ, to follow Jesus Christ, to love the Father who gave His Son so I could be saved and to express that love by obeying Him. I'm not perfect in that, but I'm perfectly committed to that. I don't know if you understood what I just said. I am not perfect in that obedience. I have times when I have real struggles with my weak flesh. And that's why taking up the cross means that we put our flesh on the cross. We crucify the flesh with the lust thereof. We have given ourselves away to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. And we have taken up our cross in order to follow Him. Praise God. We delight ourselves in the Lord, and He gives us the desire of our heart. You know why we can be so absolutely certain of that? Because the desire of our heart will be to please him and serve him and obey him more than to please ourselves or the culture or anyone else in our life. And then we ask according to his will because we are surrendered to his will and we discover his will and we align ourselves with it. And we know, we know that we have the petition that we have desired of him. Praise God. Amen. Godliness is not self-righteousness. Godliness is living our life to please our Father. And the Bible said in the Old Covenant, when a man's ways please the Lord, he is able to make his enemies be at peace with him that doesn't mean his enemies are going to suddenly fall in love with him because he's living godly and they're going to recognize uh, the, the, the goodness and the, and the virtue of that and hug him and kiss him on the cheek. No, they would love to destroy him. They're enemies. Why would they be at peace with him? Because when God is for that person, they cannot defeat him, so they'd better come to terms with him. Amen, oh friend of mine when a if when a man's ways please the Lord, he's even able to cause his enemies to be at peace with him. they will seek some kind of treaty they will seek some kind of reconciliation they will seek some way of of cohabiting without trying to destroy him because when they try to destroy him they find that god defends him god defends her god defends them god protects them god provides for them and that is the the answer to all of the question isn't it Paul said, what more shall we say to these things if God be for us, who can be against us? And living godly means that God is for us. Because we are fulfilling our obligation and resultant acceptability with God is something that we can claim. Hallelujah. And we do it because we love him. We do it because we love Him. And we love Him because He first loved us. Oh, how I want to live for God. How I want to live a godly life. How I want to be a godly man. Set apart unto God. Hallelujah. Pleasing the Lord. Delight yourself in the Lord. And He will give you the desires of your heart. Hallelujah, because in that place of surrender to His will, and that place of desiring His will more than our way, we're going to pray according to His will. And when we do, we have complete assurance and confidence. If we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. If we know that He hears us, we know that we have the petition that we've desired of him. Glory be to God. If God has called me to go to Africa, and I'm refusing to go, and but I'm believing God to build a mega church in Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> Amen. Not that I am. I'm just using that as an analogy. And I'm praying with all the faith I can muster and I'm claiming the word to establish my ministry in Phoenix when I'm supposed to be somewhere in Africa ministering. Friend of mine, I can expect nothing but troubles ahead. Oh, not trying to bend God to my will, but allowing God to bend me to his will. One of the great evangelists of old said, Bend us, Lord, bend us. We need to allow ourselves to be bent toward His will so that we can find His will, discover His will, and delight in His will. Oh, but if I d- discover God wants me in Africa and I pray, Lord, open the doors to Africa, I know. That he hears me. And I know that I have the petition. That I've desired of him. No, so faith. Begins to emerge in my life. Hallelujah. Praise God and prayers will be answered. Because now they're being prayed. Not to get my way. But to allow his will. To be done in earth. As it is in heaven. Glory be to God. That's how important. Godliness is. And it's important that we don't go back and pick up the sins that we once laid down. That we don't allow the enemy to begin to recede into our heart and our life that worldliness that brought us into all that sinfulness. But we begin to seek something higher than that life that we left behind. Today, God is calling the Christian community to godliness. The, the, is the question asked today is, will you and will I accept the challenge and begin to make adjustments in our life? I like that. I'm going to read it again. In the New Testament use, the godly person has restructured his life around Jesus and is living that life as a disciple, a follower of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, I've enjoyed this teaching today. I'm challenged by it. Jesus' coming is very, very near and I want to be ready for that coming. And I want to occupy until He comes, as the Scripture said, not just fill a space down here, but to occupy in the sense of taking ground and holding ground in the name of Jesus. Thy kingdom come is our prayer. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Hallelujah. Praise God. And if you don't know Jesus today, if you don't know Christ as your Lord and your personal Savior, Friend, He's coming soon. He doesn't want you to miss His coming. He wants you to be ready. For in an hour you think not, be you also ready for in an hour you think not, the Son of Man cometh. You don't want to miss the coming of Jesus. You don't want to be left behind in this fallen world that is now going to experience. The wrath of God. All compressed into a very short period of time. A time like there's never been, there will never be again. But right now, there's an opportunity to get into the ark. Before the door closes, before judgment falls, to be safe, to be secure to know your sins are forgiven and that if Jesus comes today you'll be ready to stand before him to leave this world behind to be kept sealed and safe don't run from him anymore run to him let him throw his arms around you and forgive you Repent of your sin and receive Christ as your Savior. And come back next week and let's talk about Jesus.